Hello, you're listening to Work From Home, a Lower Street podcast where we help you stay connected, productive and sane whilst working remotely. I'm Alex. And I'm Harry. Today, we're talking about remote team building or some good ideas for it. And we have an article here from timedoctor.com with a whole bunch of different team building activities and one which I have to bring up straight away because I've seen it in other places and it makes me uncomfortable just thinking about it but this idea of a live remote office Mm. have you heard of this before harry i have i've actually heard of it from other kind of business owners and and freelancers point of view who use it who use something similar as like a co-working accountability partner i've heard a lot of people talk about a tool and i've been invited to join calls actually on a, a tool called focus mate which i think you talked about in episode six i think it was and it can be for the for the right person a really good sort of accountability tool. Basically, you kind of connect to a video call, you sort of put that to one side and silence your microphone so you don't have to listen to each other working. But basically, you agree to what you're. You have a discussion at the beginning of the call. I'm going to be working on this for the next hour, and then you switch your microphones off, leave the camera on, and work on that thing for an hour, and then come back and check in with that person at the end. And it's sort of a way to to give you that sort of sense of working with someone and having accountability to kind of get the things done that you that you want to do, which I can definitely see value in. And so that's a somewhat similar kind of concept, I suppose. But to me, and it sounds like to you, the idea of being watched or feel like I'm being watched while I work is rather disconcerting. And I'm not sure it's something I would particularly enjoy. No, I just, nobody likes the look of their own sort of dumbfounded face when they're not focusing on much in particular. I mean, you're mouth breathing yeah. and just the idea of having a whole gallery of people yeah. off doing their work. I'm not even sure how it would work. Would you message someone or be, hey, Well, you... Focusmate is just a matching service. It's like, a, it's like I don't know, Tinder for accountability. You know, you just sort of, you just get matched randomly with someone and then and then away you go. But of course you can just do it with, with friends of yours or someone that you do want to regularly do it with. But also this, this idea of kind of shared co-working in inverted commas on on video also feels like you know one of those things that fills me with anxiety and dread is that sort of open plan office setup where you're kind of sitting in the middle of this enormous room and not really knowing who's looking at your screen and even if you're not you know you're largely not doing anything you shouldn't be doing I say largely because we've all done our fair share of social media you know messing around while we're at work but so it's not necessarily that you're guilty of anything. You just sort of, it just is, I don't know, I find it as an introverted person, quite a quite a kind of um, uncomfortable sensation to, to be in the middle of a room of people that are sort of, I'd much rather have, you know, my back to the wall in a private cubicle, as solace as that might be. But anyway. Yeah, I get, I get the idea. I also think personally, I don't care what other people are really up to, to be honest. I, I like the idea of like a, a check-in and then a catch-up. I think the idea of maybe having a call at the start of the day and at the end of the day, I think would be interesting. But during the in-between, especially for this focus mate thing, which does look, it does look useful, but specifically for what I do, we'd start and then 50 minutes later, I'd still be doing exactly the same thing. You know, I'm, I'm working on tasks that take up to, you know, four hours to do one, one piece. I don't think it would be the same as... If productivity isn't an issue for you, then it's, then it's not. That's not a problem. I'd be interested to know, though, as because we're obviously two introverts uh, that are used to working remotely. I would love to kind of hear what some of our more extroverted listeners might think and uh, 
this transition to remote work where you're used to being surrounded by people. Like I'm thinking particularly of like salespeople, for example, who are used to like noisy floors. I used to work in sales and you've got people picking up phones and walking around and making lots of noise and ringing bells when they make sales and all this kind of stuff to go from that environment, which can be quite kind of invigorating, quite kind of it inspires you to do the thing that you're there to do and competitive as well, because you're surrounded by people, especially in sales. Again, I'm thinking, you know, you're surrounded by people that are doing the thing that you're all supposed to be doing collectively. So when someone else makes a sale, that really gives you that drive to kind of pick up the phone and make that next one. So I wonder, I would love to know what sort of our extroverted sales friends have to say about this subject, because I think maybe for them, it might be a really, really good kind of way to to try and maintain that sort of environment of kind of energy and fun as well. Like it's a, a lot of fun being surrounded by lots of chatty people. Um, and so that, that might be something that you could very easily miss and get really bored really quickly if you're used to that kind of energetic environment. Yeah. And these tools obviously exist for a reason. People are using them. So it, it would be interesting to hear how they how they work in yeah, maybe we're missing out on something. Maybe maybe there's introverts out there that can educate us on why we're wrong and why why these ideas are awesome. So another team building idea on this, which I like to look of more, is the idea of a movie night, which is very doable, I reckon. Yep. With screen sharing and video conferencing and all that sort of stuff. And everyone has access to either their own or their second cousin twice removed Netflix Netflix account. account. Yep. I hands up, I've got I'm running on my sister and brother in law's account. So <laughs> I'm one of those. Uh yeah, absolutely. I think this is a really good one. And something I've thought about in the past but haven't instigated. Yeah, from my perspective, movie nights of any description, work or non-related, is very difficult with my 10-month-old son who makes that quite a challenge. But I think that doesn't mean that the rest of the team can't do it. And I think it's a really awesome idea that I would love to do when when sleep becomes <laughs> less of a priority. I, I love this idea. I think it's awesome. And we've talked about a few ideas around this, like the kind of shared experience thing, um, uh, you know, whether that's doing tea and coffee tasting and having a chat while you're having a catch up or all ordering pizza and having a pizza together or whatever that is, um, movie night as well. I think that shared experience, I think would be something that's really good for kind of having that sense of shared experience. And and also in, in terms of just spending some time with your colleagues, it's a pretty low contact version of it. So rather than what it can feel like sometimes with video calls is we've all sat down there and it's like, right, okay, go and be sociable. Yeah, exactly. Now. Yeah. I've found exactly that. It's like, what do we talk about? And and then you just sort of fill dead space by talking rubbish and then everyone sits there and listens to waffle, you know? And, and so I agree with you. Having a thing is good. It's like an awkward first date, isn't it? You need like a, you need a movie to watch to give you something to chat about that's not um, awkward and, and a non-awkward reason to not chat if you don't want to, you know? Or if you've yes. got nothing to say, it's okay. You're watching a movie, so... The thing I do miss about working remotely is being able to go out for like drinks or go out and do an activity like, I don't know, go bowling or go and have a meal in person. Like I definitely do. Yeah, that's definitely something I miss. And continuing on the theme of joint experiences, there's another item on this list that is its own thing, but it kind of facilitates the rest of them, which is having a joint calendar for the team, like a Google calendar or a category under your google calendar where you basically share events with each other on the team as a sort of something external to work like the movie night or something like that yeah i've never heard this idea before and i really like it um i think it's a, a really cool thing so including things like 
I don't know, kids' birthdays or first days at kindergarten, this one this one says, or, um, you know, going out for a trip. And, and as you mentioned, kind of that some of those joint activities that are non-work related, like a movie night or whatever. Yeah, kind of having a bit more of a an understanding of what's going on in people's lives outside of work and also a prompt to kind of say this event is going on and it gives you a, a reason to chat to those people and, and kind of, you know, it might be to congratulate them or to wish them a happy birthday or to, you know, whatever. So yeah, I think that's a really cool one. And I think it also falls in this interesting area. You're talking about setting boundaries between work life and personal life and the two being blurred is that this does blur the lines in one way, but in another, it does make it, it does make a difference in terms of when people fully switch off in the evening. It's not that they're disappearing. It's that I'm actually, I'm off doing something. Yep. Yeah. By bringing the two slightly closer together, you kind of define the lines between them. Yeah, one thing I'm getting from doing this podcast is we're getting so many ideas from across the internet. And, you know, we've obviously got lots of ideas of our own having done this already, but this is really kind of a, a cool push to kind of do some of these things actively. And um, uh, yeah, it'd be interesting to kind of come back and discuss them on the podcast once we've been doing them and, and seeing kind of what the, how we found it, you know, which ones turned out to be an awkward waste of time and which ones have been uh, actually really fun and, and, and a good way to kind of hang out. So, um, yeah, I love this. All right. Well, thanks for listening. I hope you uh, found that one helpful. We would love to know what you're thinking at the moment in terms of remote work. How is your life changing? How are you adapting? What problems are you encountering and, and uh, what benefits are you seeing from working from home? We would love to to kind of include some of the ideas uh, that you've got in the show and also answer any questions if that would be um, helpful in any way. Reach out to us, wfh at lowerstreet.co. So if you enjoyed the show today, don't forget to subscribe. We'd love a review and please share this with at least one person that you think would enjoy it as well. Someone else that's new to working from home and you can tune in for more working from home stuff every weekday. Every weekday.